The first memory of my biological father that I have was when I was seven years old and he tried to kidnap me. My sister and I were standing at the bus stop only a couple houses down from ours. His van sped down the street, coming to a screeching halt in front of us. He threw open the passenger side door, screaming that he was our father and that we needed to get in with him. Welcome to episode 97 of This Shit Works a podcast dedicated to all things networking, relationship building, and business development. I'm your host, Julie Brown, and today I am discussing when holidays hurt and how to cope with difficult occasions. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, PR, and communications agency with team members in Boston, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at nickersoncos.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. It sounds traumatic, and it was, but as an adult, I can almost understand my father's actions, considering that he had just found out that my mom was getting married to a man that she had known for a grand total of three months, and that she was allowing this man to adopt me and my sister fully. But that's another story for another podcast at another time. Maybe. I don't have any memories of my father before that day at the bus stop because there simply aren't any to remember. My parents were 21 when they got married and 24 when they separated. My mother was pregnant with me at the time. He was never a part of my life. I can count on one hand the number of times that I saw him after that. On my 11th birthday, when I almost died from appendicitis, he came to the hospital to give me a card. Thanks. At my sister's high school graduation, he showed up to the after party, and I hid in the bedroom because I didn't want to see him. When he showed up at his father's funeral, so strung out on heroin that he didn't know who I was even after I was introduced to him. After selling heroin to an undercover cop and finally getting sober in prison, he reached out to me to ask if he could be a part of my life. I visited him in prison to tell them that he was 25 years too late. And then eight years later, as he lay in hospice dying from cirrhosis of the liver at age 57, I said goodbye to him. He was completely absent from my life, the majority of which he lived merely two towns over from me. And I could never understand how he could be so close and so far at the same time. I could never understand how you could make the decision to abandon your children every single day. According to the National Center for Fathering, more than 20 million children live in a home without the physical presence of a father. If it were classified as a disease, fatherlessness would be an epidemic worthy of attention like any national emergency. In a couple of days, Father's Day will be here. I've always hated this time of year, especially Gillette commercials. <laughs> Honestly, any Father's Day commercial or p- promotion gets to me, which is why I was so pleased when Etsy emailed me to ask if I would like to opt out of their Father's Day emails. Yes, 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 100% yes. Thank you so much for asking. You see, holidays don't feel the same to everyone. You may love Father's Day, and for that, I am so happy for you and also probably a little jealous if I'm being 100% honest. But no amount of therapy is going to make me like Father's Day. There will always be childhood trauma associated with this particular day. 
It doesn't have to involve childhood trauma either. It can simply be because you are missing a loved one that day. This will be the first Father's Day since my husband lost his father in an accident in August of last year. It will be his first Father's Day without his father. It will be my 46th without mine. Both will hurt in completely different ways. The Shine app had an article recently on how to cope when Father's Day feels tough. And it can feel tough for a number of reasons. Here is some advice for different scenarios from that article. If you are estranged from your father, remind yourself of why you made that decision if you made it. Or if your father was the one who broke things off, remind yourself of the way you've grown since you last saw him. Then focus on doing something you care about. That could mean spending the day volunteering, reaching out to thank a male mentor or a female mentor or your mom who supported you, or surprising your partner or friends with a homemade treat. I'm always baking, so this is something I could easily do, and I've never even thought about doing it. If you and your dad have a complicated relationship, if you're still on speaking terms with your father, try to save the big discussions for a day when the stakes are a little lower. Jeffrey Summer, a psychotherapist, says, remember that even though your relationship with your dad may not be perfect, Father's Day is a day to acknowledge that they are your dad, not a day to rate their success in the job. Kindness and forgiveness are essential to all of our relationships, and even though there may be unresolved issues with your father, use this as a chance to be kind. Think of it as an easy opportunity to simply be nice, be kind, and send a card or leave a voicemail just saying hello. If your father has passed away, psychologist Melody Bacon says, try giving your pain an outlet by writing a letter to your father, filling him in on recent developments, or simply letting him know that you miss him. Telling him what you want him to know is a way to feel connected. Bacon goes on to say that death doesn't end a relationship, it simply changes it. If you're having trouble becoming a parent, if you're having a tough time starting or growing a family, Celebrations of parenthood can feel particularly tough to bear. Follow the Mother's Day advice of Jamie Long, a psychotherapist, and cut yourself some slack. Then reach out to your network. Maybe you know another couple struggling with infertility, or perhaps you have a friend like me and Chris who are childless by choice and can commiserate on the onslaught of father-centric merchandise out there right now. Remember, in all these scenarios, you are not alone. Someone in your network is struggling with similar feelings surrounding the holiday, and you can be there for each other. All right. Onto the drink of the onto the drink of the week. Of course, of course, there is a cocktail that goes with this team. There is actually a cocktail called the Absent Father. Should I do it or is that in poor taste? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Here's what you're gonna need. One ounce of bullet rye, a quarter ounce of absinthe, point one ounce of Fernet Branca one and a half ounces of cold brew coffee, a quarter ounce of simple syrup, and two to three dashes of bitters. Combine all in a cocktail shaker with ice. Shake, 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 and pour into a rocks glass with new ice and garnish with a cinnamon stick and a sprig of mint. All right, friends. Thanks for being here for this episode. I really appreciate you listening and understanding. Until next week. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.